Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast, where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Visit us online 24-7 at pathtozion.com, and uh, over two years' worth of audio episodes are there now, and of course, you can peruse our various teachings um, of videos here on YouTube, and I'm just going to be honest, I'm tired. We have gone through, we are getting ready to get to page 10 of printed materials about when men changed Sabbath, why the church no longer honors the biblical holy day. I need some coffee. My house smells awesome, by the way. We, we, we do uh, maple syrup here, and we've been cooking it, of course, on an outside cook stove. I started at 6.45 this morning. It's been going all day long, and we bring it in the house to finish it. <clears throat> so if we only had smell-o-vision, y'all would love what you'd smell in my house. But I'm going to need a little bit of coffee. I've started to get a little bit hoarse, so I had to take a 20-minute break, <clears throat> drink some water. And uh, to finish up this study, we're going to make this the last part of this. I believe it's part seven. I've, I've honestly lost track. Because <clears throat> I like when I can do these series all at one time. But, but what I'm hoping that this has done is, is planted some seeds of thought in some people who have just not really sat down to study this. Now, and that's just, that's just a matter of, of realizing, engaging the, the current culture of the church. Now, we may study a whole lot of things that we want to know about. We may give ourselves to this teaching and that teaching that we're interested in or, or we agree with already, which is generally the case. But a lot of times these things that are brought to us through the traditions of Christianity, we just don't ask. We don't inquire. I could spend so much time talking about how I wish the church that I know, and I praise the Father, I know many people that are, that are just willing and desiring to inquire and to know what you know, what I know, what she knows, what he knows. Can you tell me something about this book and about your living testimony? Can you tell me something I don't agree with, don't like, have never heard before? Can you teach me something? <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of that coming back to the church. I'm excited about it. That's part of the ancient way reality, I think is a people saying, I feel like I've been handed a bunch of stuff that's just not true. And being willing to say that and sift through that. So as I take one more drink, we're going to get to the culmination of this Why Men Change Sabbath series. I mean, golly, do we have time to go through? We, we established how in Genesis chapter 2, Yahweh Elohim, creator of all things, he sat down. <laughs> And he reviewed every, every work of his hands, and he said, you know what? This day is holy. This day is different than all the other days. It will be this way forever. I have established a day that is eternally consecrated and holy and set apart and distinct. And then I'm going to tell people in the book of Exodus, my people, people called according to my name, my purposes, who follow me by keeping my commands and walking in my statutes and loving me with their whole heart and have their hearts towards me, all these things, these people, I'm going to tell them that they must 
keep my seventh day Sabbath holy and consecrated and set apart. And I'm going to tell them they cannot profane it. Not like this. You can't profane my Sabbath. You're not allowed. And I think that's part of the problem is that's how we hear, that's how we hear our Father. But I would say it's more like this. Don't profane it. Don't profane my holy day. This is a sacred, beautiful, wondrous, set-apart, unique, awesome, incredible day. And I'm giving it, I mean, incredible, right? And then he gives it to us, says, I'm giving this to you to be a mark, as we've established, a sign, a covenantal sign between you and I. I'm giving you my beautiful Sabbath, Shabbat day. I'm giving you this day now. Please hold it well. Hold it with honor and reverence. Don't profane it. Don't make it like every other day because I've called it different, holy and marked, sacred. We talked about a moed, the understanding of, a, of an appointed time, how, how Sabbath, the biblical Sabbath, is a moed, a marked day, a day that Yahweh Elohim said, I'm coming to meet you on this day. We talked about Abraham. He was called... Not because he was just a man of faith, but because he kept the commands of the Lord and he set the precedence for everyone that would follow in his seed and his, and his pattern of being a man of faith who kept the commands of Yahweh. We talked about how Christian Sabbath was recorded in 730 AD for the very first time and an alternate Sabbath was beginning to be introduced to the new church with new Jesus theology that errantly taught that Jesus came and canceled out all the things of the Jews. But we also established that the Sabbath day was not a Sabbath of the Jews. The Sabbath day was a day of creation. It was a day when Yahweh sat down and made it marked throughout all of time and then brought it to his people and said, My people will keep my day holy. All these men that came and undid that and had a new idea and a better way and, and all these things of endeavors to what? To make our own way, to be our own gods. We talked about how these, some of these men wrote that, that the scripture has abrogated the Sabbath. The Sabbath is no more. So we've either been presented a false Sabbath, Sunday, day of the sun, or we've been, pre been presented a rest where everything's metaphorical now that we just magically walk around in the rest of Jesus and we don't literally honor a day that, that Yahweh said to forever honor. We talked about Puritans, blue laws, how this nation itself, this very nation is not just pagan as we've already been pointing out for weeks now and idolatrous. It's also upon an errant foundation where this Christian Sabbath is its source of how to religiously gather, how to worship God. We talked about how we started to get to this era that we live in now in 2020 where churches are closing. Uh, pandemics easily cause the church to just retreat back into the shadows and be completely un ineffective and removed or fighting rebellious and, and nationalism-based thinkers um, instead of just rightfully holding the line of the eternal word of God and letting it be sufficient. So we've talked about a whole lot of things. 
And lastly, we, we ended with the profaning, of the biblical understanding of profaning when Yahweh said those who, all these promises that we read, right, that, we, that culminated in Isaiah 56 about the gathering of the nations and Sabbath is all throughout it. I mean, those, to those who keep my Sabbaths and those who, who honor and consecrate and set apart my holy days, these are the ones I'm gathering in. These are my people. I will gather them to me. For those who don't pollute, desecrate, wound, violate, and make common my Sabbath day, my, my appointed times, my Moed times, these are my people. That's an identifier. And I'm, I'm staying clear of saying that's the identifier of the last days, but at the very least, it is one of the identifiers is the mark of those who are consecrated, holy, royal, priesthood, chosen nation people of Yahweh Elohim and the nation of the kingdom of Yahweh that, that Yeshua came and established on the earth as we are called to walk on earth as it is in heaven and, and execute dominion here rightly, it's those who are going to be marked. And so, as I said, we have to understand rightly, who are we? This grafted-in mystery, what does it really mean? We have to ask that. People say it all the time, very casually. Oh, I'm grafted into Israel. Okay, so so we have to act as the people of Israelite acted, and not in rebellion and idolatry, but what they were called to do and to be, which is honor the Sabbath, keep it holy. As a command now, even though it's on the church walls as they gather on Sundays, when they do, if they do, we're violating the commands of the Father by making our own Lord's Day. I feel like we've clearly established that. So have we been handed a Christian doctrine that says we're to receive the blessings of Israel, God's people, but somehow walk out equally a new religion, Christianity, void of Yahweh's commands, feasts and Sabbath, that he said was for his people forever, okay? So are we his people or not? I mean, a lot of these things we present on this program really boil down to are we his people or are we just kind of his people? Are we Israel or are we kind of like Israel and we kind of get some of their blessings in favor but have nothing to do with their commands or anything, the prerequisites that bring about the blessings and the favor of, of the Father? I, mo- I know that most Christians that I've known my whole life and presently know now would never say that they do what they do, which is see Sunday as a holy day, as a Lord's day. That they, they don't believe that they do what they do because of the facts we've addressed. Well, that, I, that has nothing to do with why I do what I do. I don't worship the sun as we tackled in the last series. I'm not a sun worshiper. We won't go there. We've already covered that one. I don't do it because a religion told me. I don't do it because of these men. I don't do it because of... I don't, I don't not do it because of the reformers. But the real question is, then why? Then why do you worship, gather, believe there's a Christian Sabbath on a Sunday? Then why then? Then why is it you do that? Like how, not, not what do you do and how are you okay with it and justify it, but then really ask at the heart of the matter, then why do you set apart Sunday? It's tradition. It's what I have always done. It's what my parents did. It's what my grandparents did. It's what my evangelist, pastor, preacher, uncle, grandfather, great uncle. That's what they did. 
And that's the heart of it. Well, if we believe that, that's a, that's the errant from generation to generation principle that Yahweh said was to be eternally in place from the people of God from generation to generation. Instead, we've inherited a false tradition, a false inheritance that perpetuates a lie of a false Sabbath tradition. Equally so, a no Sabbath tradition, which we saw the, the reformers came in and said, we're doing away with all of it. Nobody's telling us what to do. It's rebellion. You see how much rebellion is in Christianity and the undergirding movement behind it is rebellion. You're not telling us what to do. It's all about us in culture today in the church. Nobody's telling us when to do this and when to do that and when to do that. But again, Daniel said, I see your law. I see your edict that you made. Thanks for showing me. I'll be at my house praising Yahweh and on my knees before him like I've always done. Have a good day. No big debacle. No big deals we've talked about a lot. But I would say you either do what you do because of point A or you don't do it because of point B. You understand what I'm saying? That we've already established in previous episodes. You either do Sunday Christian Sabbath, which is not a biblical Sabbath because you've inherited it, or you don't do it. You don't do any Sabbath because you've inherited a false Sabbath rest mystical doctrine that is not right either, that the Reformation instituted and said, don't let anybody tell you how to worship and what to do, brother. You're free in Jesus, okay? So let's be careful of the scriptures we throw out to define and, and, and justify our positions. Let's just be careful and willing to say, maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're wrong. <laughs> maybe we're missing out on the beauty and the gift that we've established that the Lord's Sabbath really is. We would be much more willing if we realized that there's a reason for the cost. There's a reason. <laughs> the origins of new religion Christianity is the foundation of why we have done what we've done and are doing now today if, in fact, we're still in just normal Christianity. One thing is clear. There's one Sabbath. One. No other. There is a false one. Yes, <laughs> But the Bible has never, ever given us another option. The Christian Sabbath was and is a creation of man. We Then that's so clear. And all of the, the believers and followers of the ones who started the, the state church, the global church in the early centuries following uh, Yeshua, none of them argue that point. Yeah, we know when the Sabbath was. That's for the Jews. That's all that Jewish stuff. We said that they had to go. We have the church now. We've got the reins of the church now. We're going to build it upon our apostolic foundation. But there was never any other option given to us in the word of God. It's very clear. Isaiah chapter 58. And we're almost done. If because of the Sabbath you restrain your foot from doing as you wish on my holy day, and you call the Sabbath a pleasure... And the holy day of the Lord honorable, and honor it, desisting from your own ways, from seeking your own pleasure, and speaking your own word, then you will take the light in Yahweh. And I will make you right on the heights of the earth. This is the fourth time I've read this, and I've done it on purpose, friend. Because this is of, of utmost importance for us, like I started out part one saying. If we, because of the Sabbath, do these things that we want to do on his holy day, 
And if we call his holy seventh-day Sabbath a pleasure, and if we honor it, and, we, and if we deny our own ways, which are strong now, I, I shared transparently, I still wrestle with that myself. Nowhere near where I did a year ago, but I still, man, I, I want to. I have the want to what? Have my own ways, my own pleasures, speak my own, do my own thing. But if I refrain from that and call it a pleasure, a delight, man, there's this song we listen to, we delight in your Shabbat. We delight in your Shabbat. It's a gift. It's a blessing. It's, a, it's an honor to keep and to even be invited as a Gentile, like we've talked about, the Gentile reality to be like, I can celebrate the consecrated holy day of Yahweh. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Because you're covered with Yeshua Messiah and filled with his Holy Spirit. Come on in. We delight in your Shabbat, your Sabbath, and there is no other. It's a pleasure. And we're going to end this whole series where we started. Isaiah chapter 66. For just as the new heavens and new earth which I make will, will endure before me, declares Yahweh, so will your descendants and your name endure. And it shall be from new moon to new moon and from Sabbath to Sabbath, all mankind will come down before me, says Yahweh Elohim. We're talking about a day. I didn't even get into all the, the millennial stuff where millennial reign type things where, where there's going to be Sabbath. And who's, who's seated and thrown, y'all? The Lord of the Sabbath. We see the seventh day Sabbath at creation. We see the children of Israel honor it and keep it holy when they were obedient and not idolatrous. We see Yeshua teaching Sabbath. We see him being the Lord of the Sabbath. We see the disciples, the apostles, as we've already established that that first century church keeping the Lord's Sabbath. We see in an age yet to come, Sabbath will be in place. So in absolute closing on this series, number one, there is no Christian Sabbath. There is no Sunday Sabbath. It is not real. It is not an option. It is not a substitute. It is false. There is no Sunday Sabbath. There cannot be, nor will there ever be one. It was a man-instated religious doctrine of men. It is without question a man-made belief system. Number two, Seventh-day Sabbath was established at creation for all creation to eternally keep holy and set apart and not profaned and made common. I would present that there are primarily, based upon the text that we presented and all the commentary I've added to it, only two basic concepts in all of the accounts regarding the biblical Yahweh-ordained seventh-day Sabbath that did not start with the Jews, again, but started at creation. They are this, okay? Again, two basic concepts Two primary concepts that we've looked at that summarize all the way down to two points, if I can do that. They are remember the Sabbath and guard it and keep it holy, distinct, and set apart. Friends, that is the command. That is the command. Don't forget it. Because, see, let's, let's just be honest as we close the door on this. The church has done neither. The church has done neither one of these. We're commanded to remember it 
and to keep it holy, consecrated, and set apart. Distinct. The church has done neither. The church we've been handed. The the traditions of men, new religion, Jesus, Christianity, that we have been handed has done neither one of those two options. Of those two principles, if you will. I would submit that this is a large part now, not all in the whole, not the entirety of it, but a very large part of why the church looks like she does. Without being rude and going into it and hurting even more feelings, she's lethargic. She doesn't know her identity. She ebbs and flows with changes of doctrines and prophetic movements, prophetic words, and winds of of preference of how we gather, where we gather, worship styles, community-based fellowships, mega churches, home gatherings. It's endless. And why? We've surrendered the form we've been given. We've surrendered Yahweh God's perfect, perfect ways. That he himself, now, the creator of all things sat down and said, this is perfect. This is perfect. Nothing he creates that's perfect just stops. His creation is perpetual, as we already talked about. There's no holiness, no distinction, very little form, very little set-apartedness is a word I like to make up and use often. Very little evidence whatsoever of the power that the generation post-Yeshua Pentecost walked in. And I'm going to go into that in my heart, in my time in the basement in the mornings. And, and when I'm talking with my wife and talking to brothers and sisters about challenging myself and others, and my son as I raise him up and train him in the way that he should go, we've got to return to that little window of people, the followers of the way, Yeshua Messiah, that were keeping Torah, walking in the commands of God, keeping the feast, keeping Sabbath, in Yeshua Messiah, filled with the Holy Spirit, man, that was the church. That right there, man, like get out the microscope of history, that right there, that little sliver, that was a glimpse of what I believe is prophesied in an age that's to come and may be right here coming as the ancient way reality is becoming It's resurfacing on the earth, man. I'm seeing it all over the place. There's people all over these mountains I'm finding that are calling me like, man, I heard that you do, 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 do. Me too. I thought I was alone. This lady, that lady, this guy, this guy. Why? We're just ordinary people. Why? Yahweh's leading his people back. And preparing us for an exodus. He's preparing his people to sojourn along for an exodus. Have you heard that before? If you watch the program, you have. As a result, though, the church herself, last thing I'm going to say. I would say because the the church, Christianity now, because Christianity adopted a Christian Sabbath, falsehood, and or simultaneously or one or the other, also retreated back into a Sabbath rest lull and lethargy where nothing matters. There is no holy day. There is no holy anything. I'm the temple now. I'm just always holy. It just happens. It's all Yeshua. I don't do anything. Don't worry about clean hands, pure heart, and all these things, lifting up holy hands. Not Jesus did all that. I don't do anything now. Or that's empty works. We talk about that often. But because of this mindset that culminates in, in our rebellion to the, the keeping the seventh-day Sabbath day of the Father holy, 
because we've not kept that holy and consecrated and set apart, and because we've profaned it, I would say we've profaned ourselves. The church has profaned herself, her identity, the way she's viewed, not just in the natural now, but in the heavens and principalities and powers. She's so void of power, authority, rightful authority now, not what it looks like at all the mouths of people uh, walking the streets of Washington, D.C. I'm talking about true power now, internal, affecting heaven and earth. (laughs) Because she has abandoned the holy consecrated day of the Lord, I believe she's abandoned her holy consecrated self. I believe she's become common. And the more I study the Sabbath, the more I see the problem is with the church she has profaned herself because she, she has profaned the Sabbath. We're very common now. Undistinguishable. Undiscernible. Are you a believer? I can't tell. So one of the main components, man, I'm convinced, we've got to keep his Sabbath day holy. So let's change. Let's return back to the ancient way. Yahweh Elohim's seventh day Sabbath. Let's go back. Let's repent. Let's turn. Let's, there's this word in Hebrew, teshuvah. It talks about we're going to turn, man. We're going to turn. We're going to turn this boat around. We're going to turn our hearts around. We're going to break ourselves on the ground before the Lord like a beautiful offering and say, this is the best I have. This is all I have. And I'm going to look foolish. Everybody around me is going to say, why are you dumping that out at the feet of that man? Why are you going to dump out your doctrine at the feet of the Messiah? What about your Christian heritage, brother? What about your Sunday services? What about all of your iconography that you have on your wall? What about all of the Christian heritage that your fathers and forefathers and aunts and uncles and neighbors, what about all that the church holds dear, man? You're going to throw all that at the feet of Yeshua? You look like a fool. I see that imagery, man, of that woman breaking that, breaking that pot. Pouring out the beautiful, sweet aroma, ointment, oil, costly now, at the feet of the Messiah. Because you know what? She said, everything else is junk. Aside from being emptied out, my best, my everything, right at your feet. Including how I observe Sabbath or don't observe it at all. Whichever that may be for you. Whether you observe it according to the Christian Sabbath, or you don't observe it at all because who cares? Every day's holy here. I went through that as I already shared. It's pride, friend. It's arrogance. It's a misinterpretation of Hebrews and all this other stuff in here that points to one thing. One seventh day Sabbath. One day that the Lord himself designated and said, keep this day holy. So friends, would you do that? Would you do that? I believe it would please the Father if His church came back and remembered. Remembered that His ways are good. This has been why, uh, When Men Change Sabbath. Why the church no longer honors the biblical holy day. I hope that's answered some questions if you had any. And I hope it's dropped more in you if you didn't have any before you watched. Whatever the case, thank you for joining us with this lengthy series. I know this stuff's long. I know it. This is taking me 
48 hours almost in its entirety other than sleeping a little bit last night, okay? This is this stuff takes time. Is it not worth it? It's worth it to me. It's worth it to me. If you want to help us out here, join in with what we're doing. Pray for us. Let us know how we can pray for you. Pathdesignpodcast at gmail.com is the way to do it. We always desire to hear what people are hearing the Father say. What's the Spirit saying to the churches? What's going on? Email us. Contact us here on Facebook as well, through YouTube, whatever you want to do. Go to pathdesign.com. Help us share these messages if you think somebody needs to hear the truth about the biblical seventh-day Sabbath, man. This is incredible. It's a joy like we just finished with. This is a joy. This is an incredible opportunity and invitation to enter into Yahweh God's set-apart holy day. It's awesome. So thank you for watching. We'll be back for more videos, I'm sure. And uh, man, seek out what the Father's saying to you in your household. Abandon things, add things. You do everything you've got to do to pour yourself out and to hear the word of the Lord for your home. Thank you for watching. Path Design Podcast. Amen.